Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. Our guest right now on Unpacking It is a former Pittsburgh Steeler cornerback, a five-time Pro Bowler and four-time Super Bowl champion, and a Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee. He is considered one of the best all-time cornerbacks, but his athletic accolades are not his entire legacy. Mel has committed and dedicated the past 34-plus years to impacting and influencing the lives of youth. Mel has carried the legacy of his parents, and as a deeply committed family man, Mel has been a father figure to many who did not have a positive influence in their home. His organization is called Mel Blunt Youth Leadership Initiative, and you can find out more at melblunt.org. Mel, thanks so much for being with us. How are you? Bryce, I'm good. It's good to be here. Good to be here and um, being a part of what Donnie is doing, so we're looking forward to... um helping Donnie out down here and doing some great things and allowing Donnie to continue to do great work, which he's doing. That's right. So here we are. We're looking out at the golf course here at Sage Valley Golf Club. And, and did you play today already? Or are you playing tomorrow? I played I played today. Okay. And, uh, surprisingly played a lot better than I anticipated. But uh, we love coming here. This is a great, great vineyard. I tell you, uh, it's, it's a beautiful place. And uh, if you're a golfer, you need to play this course. That, that's right. No, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. And we got another good day because I, I was here last year as well. And so for, for us two years in a row, it's, it's pretty nice. A little cooler this year. Um, but, but you've been friends with Donnie Shell for, for a long time. And so when he was telling you about his, his scholarship fund and, and wanting to put together this, this golf tournament, what were, what were your initial thoughts and, and just wanting to, to support him and, and what he's doing? Well, you know, Donnie came to the Steelers in 1974. So I've been knowing Donnie ever since... 1974, just a tremendous athlete and, and great person, and um, this is this is fitting. This is the kind of man Donnie Shell is. So when when he um, asked me to come and be a part of uh, of this effort, you know, helping him raise uh, funds for his programs, uh, you know, I was more than happy, and uh, I I just he's a guy I'm proud of, mm. very proud of Donnie. Uh, you know, it takes special people to uh, want to reach out and, and help others and use their influence uh, in a positive way to help our young people. So I'm glad to be here and glad to be a part of uh, what Donnie is doing. Me, me too, and it's, a, it's an exciting day, and, and tonight you'll be the, the keynote speaker. And, and so can you give us a little little tease of, of what, what's on your heart today and what, what you want to share? Well, I just think it's important to... Uh, continue to encourage young people mm. and let them know that uh, people care about them and that they can they can achieve whatever it is they want to do but it takes commitment and sacrifice and all the things that you know people talk to me about when I was a young person mm. uh, striving to uh, figure out what it is I wanted to do so I think it's important that we encourage our young people give them hope let them know the importance of having Christ in their lives and doing the right thing and 
just working hard because the harder you work, the uh, luckier you get. <laughs> That's and right. I, I just think it's important that they know that and that they know that there are people like Donnie Shell and, and all these corporate sponsors out here that they, they want to help. They mm-hmm. want to do what's best and, and make their journey a lot easier. And, and, and so it's going to be a great evening. And um, I think the important thing, though, as I said earlier, is just to continue to encourage our young people. Absolutely. Mel Blunt, former Pittsburgh Steeler cornerback, Hall of Famer, uh, with us right now on Unpacking It. And you mentioned the, the impact on, on kids. Well, this has been your life's work as, as well after your career. And I guess even kind of during your career, getting this uh, desire and vision. And, and so t- take us back even to the, the beginning of your desire to reach the youth and, and to have a key role well, in their you know, life. It's, a, it's interesting. Uh, In 1983, I just happened to go home one uh, summer, and, you know, 1983, uh, my kids, my family members, my sisters and brothers, they had kids in, you know, eighth grade, ninth grade, and and I grew up on a farm down in Vidalia, Georgia. I'm the youngest of 11 kids. And so I had nieces and nephews who were young kids when we were winning those championships and Super Bowls in the 70s. And so they would go back to their schools and say their Uncle Mel was home. Well, all these kids would come out to the farm, and Ah. they want you to throw the football to them. They want to take pictures. And, you know, it's like God spoke to me and said, you can do more than sign autographs and Mm. take pictures. These kids are crying out for uh, attention, and, you know, they want to be encouraged. So that was the birth uh, of the Mel Blunt Youth Home. And that was in 1983, and we've helped hundreds and hundreds of kids uh, over the years from 1983 up until now. And, and so basically what, I, what God revealed to me was that, you know, your, your personality, your sports personality, and I've given you this platform not just for yourself, mm. but to use it to help other people. And so it's been a tremendous journey that uh, we've been on ever since 1983. And uh, we got kids we've helped get through college and kids been in the military, kids come back with their families. who, uh-huh. And it, it's been a tremendous journey. But there's also been a price mm. to pay because anything that's worthwhile is going to take an effort. And so uh, that's why I'm here really to help Donnie because he's this is his third year. Mm-hmm. And it takes it takes time to you know, build up a support system. It takes time to uh, really build up the funds you need to really have an impact on, on these kids. So these are the things that we're looking forward to and working and, and trying to help Donna reach. That's right. And so with, with your youth home, you talk about starting it back in the 80s and, and now it's, it's 2018. Where, where is it at today? And as you, even as you look back, what, what initially comes to mind as you just think about God's faithfulness and, and what he's been able to do all uh, these years? There's no question about it. You, you look back and you, you look back at the journey and, and you remember uh, the faithfulness of God, mm. how true he is to his word. And you also realize that there, it takes an effort. You know, God can't bless you if you're not doing anything. Hmm. And so... A lot of times you, you have to step out on faith. And I know we built the home in, in Vidalia, Georgia in 1983. 
Then 1989, we built the one in Pennsylvania and actually stepped out on faith. And, you know, uh, we've seen some some dark moments because it it takes support. It takes money to do this. And then it also takes people Mm. and just building a good staff of people around you and people's hearts being in the right place and and uh, their agenda being in line with what you're trying to do. So uh, it's, it's been a tremendous experience. But also what I really got out of all of this is that God is good. Mm. Amen. Yes, he's good. Mel Blunt, our guest right now on Unpacking It. We're here at the, the Donnie Shell Celebrity Golf Tournament at Sage Valley Golf Club in South Carolina. And, and you talk about God being good. So we'd love to hear... Uh, just a little bit about your faith journey and, and, you know, talking about, okay, God gave you this, this vision to have an impact on, on kids, but, but where was the initial impact on you to, to where you, you know, your life turned toward God and, and decided to, to follow him? Well, you know, I was fortunate. I, I mentioned I came from a large family, the youngest of 11. There were seven boys and, and four girls, and mm. uh, my father was a deacon in the church. My mother, she was the mother of the church. But that don't mean that the kids are going to still be in line with what their parents not. We were in church every day oh, wow. and every Sunday. And the thing I remember vividly is how we used to walk to church. Hmm. And I tell my kids that, and I said, you know, we walk, and this is no lie, we used to walk five miles to church. Oh, really? And then a lot of times, wow. and you got to remember these, the times, though. You're talking about biking. I was born in 48, so you're talking okay. about from 48, and especially during the 50s and 60s. I mean, we didn't have tractors and trucks. We had mules and wagons and sleds. <laughs> and so we'd hop uh, on the wagon. A lot of times, if we didn't, if they didn't hitch the wagon up, the mule up to the wagon, we'd walk to church. Wow. But we would walk singing songs and praising God. Isn't that something? And so that's what I remember, and that was the impact that, my parents in those times had on me. The commitment. Yeah, I mean, tremendous commitment to, you know, just living a godly life. And, and, and then, you know, growing up in the 60s, you know, the turbulent times in the 60s, seeing all that, and, and, and the only thing we had was, was the church. Mm. You know, that's where we would meet, and that's where communities would come together and talk about what was going on in the communities. And and so the church has always been a part of my life. And But I can honestly say that I haven't always been a part of God's family because, mm. you know, when <laughs> you're growing up in the country and all of a sudden you get a chance to go off to college, okay, now you're on your own, man, I'm going to just do what. But you know what? I, I had the foundation. Mm-hmm. And that's what I say all the time about what's happening now with our young people. They don't have that foundation. They yeah. don't have the family structure. And, and, you know, and I strayed off in college like most kids. Mm. But you know what? The foundation that I had on that, that had been laid for me brought me back to the center. Mm. And then this is a true story. In the playoff game in Oakland, California, you know, it was the AFC Championship game. The Pittsburgh Steelers against the Oakland Raiders. I gave up three touchdowns Ooh. in that championship game. Then we go to the Super Bowl. All the media, all all from the, that day that we played the championship leading up to the Super Bowl, it was all all the 
is Mel Blunt going to start? Is he going to be with the team next year? I mean, and and so we go and we win that championship. We win the Super Bowl for the first time in 40 years in the Steelers' history. I make a big interception in the game. Glenn Edwards come across and hit John Gilliam, pops the ball up. Ball goes up in the air, run, intercepts it. And it, it was a big play in the game, turned the game. Yeah. We win the championship. I go back to Vidalia. I'm miserable. Mm. Now, you would think that a 20-some-year-old kid who's just won a Super Bowl would be the happiest mm. person in the world. Mm. That wasn't the case with me. And I'll never forget riding across my family's farm. You know, I've always loved horses because as a young kid, we used to plow them, we used to ride them, we used to hook them to the wagons. So the first thing I did uh, when I was signed by the Steelers, I bought three horses. So To have your own. To have my own. But I, I'm riding one of these horses across the field after we won the Super Bowl. I'm a world champion. And I'm miserable. And I'm breaking out with tears in my mm. eyes because I'm, I'm wondering what's going to happen, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Am I going to be back with the Steelers? Am I going to get traded? What's my career like? And, and God spoke to me. Mm. And I promised God, I said, Lord, if you just bless me and keep me healthy, not only will I be and recommit my life to you, but I'm, I promise you I'll be the best football player that I could possibly be. Wow. And that that's a true story. And that's the, that was the turning mm. point in my life because 1975, come back to camp. And back in those days, we played a college all-star game. The world champions in the NFL used to play the college kids that was coming out. It was held up in uh, – Chicago, uh, and, and we, they would stay up in Evanston, Illinois, on Northwestern campus, and we'd play. So anyway, we play that game, and that's, that's the last time they play a college game. But anyway, oh, is that right? I, I, uh, a helmet, I took a helmet to the knee. So we come back to camp, and, you know, I was out for a couple of days in training camp. But I'm still saying, Lord, I'm, you know, if you just bless me and keep me healthy. I'm going to be the best I can be. Mm. And that year, I led the league in interceptions, wow. 11 interceptions. Wow. Led the league, made all pro. I was the defensive player of the year, and we won another Super Bowl. Mm. And that was kind of the turning point for Mel Blunt, and that's, that's my story and the journey that I was on and my relationship with God. Yeah. And it's been a, it's been a tremendous testimony yeah because i i like to share this because so many people they they go through struggles in life and and they give up mm. but i'm here to tell you that if you stay the course and if you put your faith and your trust in god and and, and really make the kind of commitment and sacrifices that it takes to be successful god would never fail you oh man mel blunt Hall of Famer, former Pittsburgh Steeler, joining us here on Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson, and and just an incredible story and and perspective. And and so, the first Super Bowl you you won, you weren't very satisfied. You start following the Lord, give your life to Him. Mm. What was that 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 satisfaction like when you when you found your satisfaction in Christ? Then. How did that change your perspective, even on winning Super Bowls and, and being a part of a successful Pittsburgh team? 
Well, I think I think what it did is it it made me realize the importance of it, but it also kept me grounded. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I told someone this just a few days ago. I said, you know, we won four championships out of six years. It's incredible. But, but it was a different kind of mindset back then. I mean, never, never in one, in one of those locker rooms where we popping champagne or <laughs> uh, smoking cigars. You know, it was like it was a workman business-like yeah. approach that we took. And I think that all started with Chuck no. Mm-hmm. You know, and he he always would say act like he'd been there before. Yeah. And you know, and so what I, basically what I'm saying is there was a humbleness mm-hmm. about that experience. Yeah. Because I knew it wasn't us who should be getting the glory, it was God who should be getting the glory. Amen. And and also tell people one of the reasons the Pittsburgh Steelers was as successful as they were is because we had guys like Donnie Shell and John Cobb and Mel Blunt and John Starworth and others Bible studying. I mean, we started Bible study in 1974 where guys would get together. And it, it, what it did, it, it breeded closeness and unity yeah. and love and respect for one another. And until this day, we can... We might not see each other for a year or two years, but when we see each other, there's a bond that is special. That deep, deep connection. It sure is. To, to experience not only life on the field, but to experience life and heart change and growth. and Off the field. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's what really lasts. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and even just in, in what you're saying and, and, and people listening and tuning in, and they, they may think, okay, so... I follow God, and then all of a sudden everything is about winning and, and success and, and everything goes my way. And that's not necessarily what you're saying, but, but no. what, do you, what, do you, what do you say to someone who maybe has that misconception, but you're saying, hey, listen, faith and joy and that security that comes from a, a life with God yeah. opens up doors, and it, and it just you know, provides so much, well, and he shows favor. So it's a complicated me, topic, but I well, love your let thoughts. Me, let me tell you what I would tell anybody, that when you have Christ in your life, even in the difficult times, there's still joy down in your heart. That's right. And there, there's a sense of security and there's a, there's a sense of peace because you know whatever it is you're dealing with, that you're going to get through it. And when you get through it, you're going to be better coming out of it than you were going into it. Yeah. And, and that's a beautiful thing to know. Now, it, it doesn't mean you're not going to have any problems. It oh, doesn't yeah. mean that you're not going to have hardships and disappointments and failures, but it does mean that you'll have the strength and the courage to get back up and and get back in the race. Mm, that's encouraging. I love it. Mel Blunt sharing with us on Unpacking It. Well, love hearing your heart and, and, and talking faith, but but while we're here, also want to hear a little football talk as, as well. And and I always love hearing from guys who, who played years ago to just take a look at today's game and, and even from a Pittsburgh Steelers standpoint, as you, I assume, keep up with the team and follow yeah. them to a certain extent, what, what stands out as far as some things that are, are great about the changes to the game and, and to the players that are playing and, and some maybe concerns or things that you feel like are, are getting lost in the shuffle as the, as the league has grown to, to the level that it has? Well, look, I, I think football is the greatest sport on earth, in my opinion. I love college football. I love high school football. Uh, 
I love the pros. And I think today's game in the NFL is fascinating. Hmm. And I say that because, look, I played in the 70s. This is 2018. And, you know, you would be naive to think that the game should be and would be the same today as it was back then. That's right. So it's a great game. Yep. And I think the the league, the the commissioner, and all the people that's running the league, I think they're trying to get it right. Hmm. Uh, but there's so much money involved, so it's important that you get it right. It's important that uh, you stop and look at a play and make sure you call it right because uh, you, you're talking about a lot of money that uh, – that can dot com in the game will determine who gets it. And so I don't have any problems with the league. I think a lot of times I, I think one of the things now is that there's so much media mm. out there. And so there has to be storylines. Oh yeah. Uh, whether they're concocted or whether they're, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. worth of talking about. And so the game is healthy we got great athletes in the game. we got great players. And so I, I just think it's only going to get better. That's great. No, I love, I love hearing that, and I appreciate yeah. not, uh, not taking the negative spin, which a lot of no, no. people do. You know, they, no, uh, I'm all for change. I mean, I, I just think it's a great game. And, um, you know, the, the guys are being um, uh, compensated properly. I, I think there's, enough, there's a lot of money out there that these kids can make, and they should make it. The league is making money, so uh, I think it's in a it's in a good spot. And hopefully, continuing to uh, develop leaders that can then, once their playing career is over, have an impact on on the lives of of youth the the way that you have uh, for the last thirty plus years. And, and right. uh, people can check out melblunt.org, dot uh, org his, his youth leadership initiative and his youth home. And so I uh, would love for people to, to check that out. But, but appreciate what you do and your heart for the Lord, uh, but also your, your heart for, for the youth as well. So Thank thanks, you, th- thanks for being with us today on Unpacking It. We it's appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thank uh, you. All right. He's Mel Blunt, Hall of Famer, joining us here at the Donnie Shell Celebrity. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T dot com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.